The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Holmberg's morning sickness. Ready? Are you ready? Uh, here we go. It's eight thirty-six. Uh, back on. I have to say this right. Nimesh. Yes, sir. Nimesh Patel. That's me. Because as as you know, the white guy in me just goes Nimesh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not right. Nimesh. It's Nimesh. I mean, I, I let. I've said Nimesh like a billion times. Yeah, it's just easier. Yeah, because yeah, it's like Tempe, Tempe. Yeah, it's, my mom. My mom says Nimesh, but it's like like you have to really listen for that to have happen. Yeah, and what does she know? Yeah, no. <laughs> she only named you. Don't you. Correct her, uh, you don't uh, correct her. You don't correct her on what she named you, and you're like, that's not how you say it, lady. It's not right. Uh, you were at Stand Up Live uh, this weekend, tonight, tomorrow, and Saturday. If you want to go StandUpLive.com, uh, all over social media and everything else. We're going through a thing now. I've got a social media page that somebody's faked that is giving away money as me. Oh, no. And, yeah, so the whole morning I've been getting emails from people saying, oh, you gave me $1,000. How do I collect that? And I'm like, oh, i got to let you know that I'm not as cool as that fake page. Are they texting you? Yeah, well, I'm getting loads of them right now. Can you Venmo me? Yeah, right. But I'm disappointing people. Mm. The world has gotten now to the point where I'm like, no, it's not me. And they're like, oh, you screwed me. I'm like, no, I didn't. But my name's all over it. I'm just waiting for this thing to say racial slurs, and then I lose my job. (laughs) That's a pretty bad scam. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever been uh, stolen from ID or anything like that? Not yet. Hopefully hopefully that doesn't happen. Send a chick. Cash or anything? Did you just Cat knock fish? on your heart? There's yeah. uh, knock on some wood. <laughs> oh, I thought you knocked on your heart. I did. I did, did knock on my heart, knock on my brain. What's it's knocking like, on your heart do? That's just. It's just like I have like an OCD ish. Oh, I knock on some wood. I got knock on my heart. Get it's like knocking on. Oh, wood. you have to finish all three. Yeah, you can't knock, just do one. Yeah, knocking on wood. It's like is like a, a spiritual thing where they yeah. knock the evil spirits yeah. out. So right, I get the evil thoughts out of my heart and my brain as well. Oh, so you knocked them out, and then you huh. think maybe they moved into yeah, your heart. Yeah, you got to knock them right you. you know Why wouldn't they, they just like move into your jawbone or something? Start punching yourself. I haven't fully thought this out. Okay, man. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize I would catch myself. It's, it's a work in progress. Because your OCD <laughs> makes me OCD about asking questions yeah. about it. Like, well, now I you've made like me worry. the triple thing now. Why would yeah. it go to your I, heart? I that up? Well, that's ridiculous because now you're just pushing it into your shoulders. And I, hope, stuff. I hope I pass the superstition on to everybody. Well, what do I have to knock on now that all your evil spirits are floating around the room? That's selfish. You're being selfish. Sorry, I'm changing up. I'm going wood, D, and then <laughs> yeah. brain. Well, that's oh, what, yeah. yeah. Depends on if the, the evil spirits are horny, I guess. I'm could be one sure. of the same. Yeah, that could be. Well, now, now I'm worried. Because <laughs> I'm superstitious about knock on wood for no reason. I've forgotten what we were knocking on wood about yeah, in the first better, place. We, well, oh, uh, identity theft, yeah. yeah right. 
And while we while we were talking about it, somebody stole your identity. It's, it's possible. It sucks even more. There is a there is another comedian out there named Nimesh Patel. There is, and uh, I, I doubt he's listening. Is he giving away <laughs> money? <Yeah. laughs> <There's> <laughs> a, open micer out in yeah. Dallas. Is and, it true? And I'm just like I'm I've few friends have been like, hey mate, are you doing the show? Or a few people I'm like, are you doing the show in Dallas on February 12th? I'm like. No, <laughs> yeah, he can't have that. No, but that's let. I'm I'm happy to see all Nimesh Patel succeed. No, <laughs> let, let, let it happen. You want all the Nimesh Patels to confuse it your career? It only helps his yeah. game. It'll be. He, it hurts yours. I don't think. It'll, I, I don't think it'll detract from anything I'm doing. He's terrible, is what you're saying. No, I've never seen him. I, I refuse. I refuse to watch anything he does. Because you'll steal it. Yes, it'll, it'll be mine. <laughs> Yeah, that's great, but yeah. what if he hits and then you're the Nimesh Patel? That's, then the game that, on, competition's that's on. That's right. You know, I guess. I already got the verified Instagram, so okay, I got so, that leg up right now. So he's screwed on that one. Yes. So he's got to do something pretty spectacular gonna, to become it, another verified Nimesh Patel. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of work for him. That would. Yeah, stink. I'm changing that up. Yeah, I, like, I mean, put an R in there or something. <laughs> just add, add a letter, an extra E or something. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, do something. Let it distinguish himself. He my, just changed his name to Bill Cosby. Yeah. <laughs> For a while there, I would, when I Googled my own name, another John Holmberg popped up, and he was an incredibly successful yachtsman. Uh-huh. Everything I will never be. Yeah. This guy was No one's confusing you for that. <laughs> no. And I texted him, and I said, we should do a convention of John Holmberg's. Like, you know, the people who you Google, and then we just go to a thing in, like, Miami, and we all meet and have the name text says, hi, my name's John Holmberg. And he simply, the best email I've ever returned, it just said no. No. <laughs> what was that? No. When, when I started, when I started comedy uh, back in 09, and I was, you know, feeling myself and Googling Nimesh Patel's, the, and I have a joke about it, but it's the truth that, like, the number one Google result was this beautiful cardiothoracic surgeon in texas and i was like oh well i got uh, this guy's living the, what my parents wished i was living yeah. like he's amazing super man. successful on tv like the one of those tv doctors yeah. that like gets consulted brought in to oh. do like good morning america because he looks great on tv too and he's super smart and yeah. sharp yeah. and now it's me <laughs> so you when you google nimesh patel it's you first it's me first. screw the cardiologist yeah. And, yeah. and people are like oh that's because you're doing your like um uh, it, like, you know, Google will give you searches that are most related to you, but then right. I'll go an incognito tab, so I clear all the cookies and stuff, and nice. I'm still number one. That's how I know I'm the real. That's how you know you're the real Nimesh I'm Patel. I'm the truth. Yeah, and you feel good about that. You're oh, dominating oh, the oh, world of Nimesh Patel. Yes. Well, in, in Google search results. <laughs> right, yeah. but that's first place. <laughs> yes. Because that's what I think, too. If you Google yourself and you're in first place, because I like standings, uh-huh. like, that's great. And then the day you Google and he passes you, you got to figure out what he's just done and up your game. Like yes. It's competition. He's, he's killing the cardio thoracic surgery game i'm like oh, man i gotta yeah. i gotta tell better jokes <laughs> you gotta start writing you i gotta, gotta start, start save some lives with this comedy man <laughs> maybe go swipe from that unknown nimesh patel get a few good ones off of him this whole nimesh patel cycle is gonna start what if he goes crazy now that's what i'm worried about my fake facebook page starts going crazy and hating jewish people or whatever uh-huh. what if this nimesh patel does that and ruins the name well, I mean, that's actually that guy's just my subconscious. Oh, I see. <laughs> so it's, you know, like I can't be responsible. No, He's the blue version <laughs> yeah. of your act. Yeah, would it rattle if uh, three weeks later you go to the Google thing and the yeah, search and Nimesh all Patel, there, Texas, yeah. Texas yeah. Nimesh. It starts uh, Nimesh Patel clan. Texas Nimesh should be his name. <laughs> yeah. Texas Nimesh. Is that's a actually song, pretty yeah. good. <laughs> I would go see that just Texas out of curiosity. Of what the hell is going to happen here? He's a, he is a cardiologist and he's a hilarious barbecue guy. That would be yeah. amazing. I would watch Texas Nimesh. Yeah, yeah I always worry about that, that somebody's going to reckon it. We had a guy pitching for the Diamondbacks named David Holmberg. 
And I'm like, all right. People think we're related because it's not a common name. Uh-huh. And you can't go out there and suck because everybody's going to think that somehow or another I'm tied Cousin is terrible. Yeah, or Holmberg <laughs> sucks will become like a chant at the ballpark. And I'm like, well, that's not for me, but I can't help but take that personally. Uh-huh. So if, uh, you got to keep an eye on those Nimesh Patels. Well, listen, if I was worried about what every Patel was doing, I would, I would not sleep <laughs> at all. Yeah, you got a fairly common name. <laughs> but at least you, can, you have the excuse of saying, well, that was way over somewhere else. But yeah. all the Patels, that, they're not, it's not a crazy people. The, the Patels, Patels yeah, they seem to be. You don't hear Patels it's, wrapped up in too many crimes. That's because we keep everything under wraps, smart. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, there's, there's Patels doing some wild things out there. Got a good grocery there, store down in Chandler, Patels. Patel Brothers. Yeah, yeah. See, that's the there's thing. The Patel Brothers here. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, I should pay them a visit for sure. <laughs> Just show up and ID. Yeah, and it's got to be a discount. This is me right here. <laughs> <laughs> Google that's, it. That's how I know. Uh, like if if a show is gonna do all right, if there's a Patel Brothers in town, <laughs> I will at least have some Indian fans show up. It's like it's like a a, a marker for me. Yeah. Like okay, I know I'm in a safe place. You know, yeah. like some people go to McDonald's, they see a McDonald's, like okay, this is a, I know this is an okay place to eat. Like if you're in a foreign country, yeah, right passage. Yeah, it's yeah. that moment you're like okay. Uh, yeah, if comfort. I see Patel it's Brothers, comfort. I'm like oh yeah. okay, we all right. And Patel Brothers, and so that is a necessity for you to have like Indian fans. It, it is. Uh, I would love to have more Indian fans. Right now, the remarkable thing and uh, that I'm very grateful for is that in, in Phoenix was like one of these first places where I was like, oh, snap, Like my fan base is insanely diverse. Because like yeah. three years ago, two years ago, I did Tempe Improv yeah. uh, for like three shows. And I was like, who's going to come out in Tempe? And it was the most diverse crowds I've really? ever seen. Like it was Hispanic people, black people, white people, Indian people. And then I started seeing that everywhere I was going. Yeah. And that let me know that I had not crossed into the Indian fan base yet, which is a good thing because that means there's so much right. You're appealing potential. to a, you're appealing to a lot of people. But exactly. is your goal to have all Indian fan base? Absolutely not. My, <laughs> see, that would be my goal. <laughs> my goal. I want to see that whole room go one direction. Go finally. No, it, it's, <laughs> we it's, got rid of them. I've, to me, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to, to me, it's like uh, uh, the, the bigger the better. The more yeah, fans oh, yeah. I have, the better. Obviously, sure. so like. It would be amazing to have one show, like two shows, three shows of a weekend, just be all Indian people, and the next three shows be like every race of people. Yeah. Well, you like, could that's do that. The goal. Indians only night. Yes, <laughs> just speaking to drop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that'll let the, let, that'll let my other fans know uh, who I'm really am. And I you guarantee know? you, the club is all about that. Yes. like narrowing it down to just that with a, with a foreign language. But it's even better. Complaining, he'll yeah. do it. Uh, <laughs> what do you do for fun? What's your like? What's your day like? I'm currently just trying to figure out what I should be doing for fun. Yeah. It's funny that you ask. I was just okay. thinking about like, uh, like I was, I, this is a rock station. Yeah, and I was like, if they were to ask me what's my favorite rock music, but I, I could only say Prince or Van Halen. But that's only because I've started to try to open up my ear. Yeah, what do you listen to? Prince. <laughs> you just listen to nothing I've been, but Prince? I've been listening to a lot of Prince lately. Yeah. And then I've been listening to a lot of classical music just so I keep my brain jogging. Yeah. And then I'm going through Rolling Stone's uh, 500 Greatest Albums of All Time list just as a way to like diversify my ear. Wow. Because I I, I was so into hip-hop yeah. like in my formative years that I know a lot of hip-hop and I'm a big fan of hip-hop. Right. But then you listen to Van Halen's first album. And amazing. Like, amazing, yeah. We were just talking about that yesterday. Where was I? Yeah. The thing's incredible. You know, like Running With The Devil, I could listen to that backwards. And it's yeah. like the, my, one of my favorite songs. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, 
where, what other music, incredible music yeah. did I miss? That comes that's, with age, too. And that's good to hear because, I mean, just discovering it now, that's how well that That's how album, good it is. Yeah. It's 43 yeah. years old, and you're sitting back when this thing holds up like when people hear it for the first time now. I listen to David Bowie's, I forget the name of the album, uh, but it's like the first one that shows up on the Rolling Stones yeah. 500 list. And I was yeah. like, oh, this is incredible. I went through, I've, I've gone through different really? phases of music. What have you hated so far? Husker Du doesn't Husker Du yeah. sucks. I don't get that one. Really. I'm with you on that. Everybody's like, oh, Husker Du. And I think we've just talked ourselves into them being cool uh-huh. by a group of people who we might have thought were and cool. just yelling yeah. at Husker Du. And it's just, yeah, maybe it's a fun thing to say, but I've listened and I'm like, I don't get this. Yeah. I don't know anyone who does. Uh, my, my friend Josh Adam Myers is another very funny stand-up comedian who has a podcast about the 500 greatest albums. Yeah. I think, I think he was like, you should check them out. And I did, and I was like... I can't do this, man. Yeah, that, I, cannot, I cannot listen to this. Yeah, and they're, they're on the list. Yeah. Well, they're yeah. high on the list. I don't know where they're at in the list. I just saw, well, maybe we it was a different one. We looked at one. Well, we the, looked at the, to the top uh, debut albums ever. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, uh, and like Patty Smythe and all this. I'm like, I don't, those are garbage. That's a but Rolling Stone factor, thing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, there's That's always cool. the Rolling Stone element where like they want to be cooler than everybody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so you're fine. 428. Four twenty eight, yeah, Bowie one. Yep. Oh no, that's Husker dude. Oh Husker dude. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the uh, um, the funny thing is, is, I think it comes with age because for years, like I think the same thing. Like, why was I so dismissive of this group, this genre of music? Because I just was worried that my friends would think, "Oh, you listen to that? Something's wrong with you." Like, why? Why don't we open up to everything? I don't know. I mean, I didn't grow up in a very musical household. You know, like I'm always envious of people who were always surrounded by music. Yeah. I grew up in a household that played a lot of Indian movies all the time, but I was also of the mind, like, I don't want to listen to Indian stuff all the time, right. you know, for better or for worse. And so I never really got into Indian music and all that. And then my dad's store, his liquor store was in a black neighborhood, so I had that heavy, like, hip-hop influence. My yeah. dad would come home with, like, CDs and stuff that he never listened to, but he was like, oh, maybe my son will like this. Right. And I did, and that was how my musical journey kind of started. And then just recently, probably in the last like few years, when I've been really just trying to open up my yeah. ears to everything. Because a weird thing, I did the same thing probably about ten years ago. I'm like, why am I holding back on all this stuff? Why am I worried about being wrong? A lot, I can like what I like. A lot when of when you were a just, kid, uh-huh. and your dad brought home this. What was the first hip hop that you discovered? Basically, this is DMX. The, it was like, oh wow! And I was like, shouldn't I have been listening to DMX? No, I was, was going like to say your dad was not paying attention. <laughs> like, he was just keeping you busy. But I was, I was really into it, you know. And it was. Uh, and this is going to sound stupid as I think about it, but it was like. Oddly relatable to me because I felt the, the themes of under, underlying themes of like struggling and trying to like make it without like no one on your team that yeah. I was listening from DMX is what I was really vibing with. I was like, oh man, yeah, I'm I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up yeah. either. You know that kind of thing. As a kid, were you always wondering where your dogs were at? Yes, that's <laughs> <laughs> good. Yeah, Set up right. excellent work. Right <laughs> thank there. you, I appreciate that. <laughs> I had to do it as a straight man too. No, I, could, I couldn't bring that. That was up. solid. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> John Holmberg's Morning Sickness the 98 KUPD. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's morning sickness. But uh, uh, like recently, what 
sparked it was I have friends who have like insane ears. Like yeah. they they remember songs from they'll hear something playing at a restaurant like Oh, this is, you know, so-and-so from... I'm like, well, how the hell do you know yeah. that? They're like built-in Shazams. Yes, yeah. and it's like the best comedians have the best ears. Yeah. The best comedians are the best listeners. And if anything, if I can do anything to up my listening game, yeah. it is listen to music. And that, that's really what I'm trying to yeah. do. See, I think that's great. I, I Like, that's a weird thing that in my mind I've had to force myself to do. Mm-hmm. Is just say, I don't care if you don't like this it's good yes and you know what we did mainly started with nickelback for some reason where i'm like you know what they get a bad rap <laughs> do they <laughs> well no i mean okay. that's they, they do have that, they yeah. do have a rap that's somewhat deserved uh-huh. but at the same time you, you go to one of their concerts and you're like there's 30 hit songs here mm-hmm. like these guys know what they're doing maybe it's not great but just have fun i don't think they're trying to reinvent the wheel yeah yeah that's the same i have the same uh approach with coldplay yeah, exactly the first coldplay. two coldplay albums three coldplay albums i'm like those are like my childhood. Yeah, this it's amazing. Incredible. Yes, and then everybody's like, "Oh, they're too." They got too popular. It's like oh, this, they do what they do. Yeah, I'm not a huge Coldplay fan. The last time, I mean, you don't have to like everything they do, but no. it's the same thing. I just kind of an open ear towards. It. I love the. I think Sam Smith and Kim Petras said like that unholy song is like the, one of the greatest pop songs that's going. You haven't heard that yet. I don't know it. I don't know. You don't it. know unholy. It's everywhere right now, I, and I, it's I, by a transgender I, and a and a person who had a sex change who has the nicest breasts I've ever seen on a guy in my life. Uh-huh. She's she's got <laughs> great this, cans. This dude has great, great cans. <laughs> and uh, song coconuts. Yeah, coconuts uh, is about her uh, cans. And you're like, man, oh man, what I wouldn't do to give that girl a hand job. I don't know what I'm thinking when I look at her. <laughs> the, the song is the Pope describing their relationship. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised you haven't heard that one yet. No. Yeah, but I've opened my ears to all that stuff and, I, and I'm glad it's I did. It's riled up the crowd too because people feel, you know, the feedback is it's a satanic song. Wow. Well, it's called Unholy. You're an yeah. idiot to think it isn't. That's uh, that's probably by design. It's yeah, like, it, here's right. the cans. You know? This isn't Unholy though. This is my coconuts. This is a, that's a fella. Guys, by the way. aren't those spectacular for I a man? To not be feeling the way. <laughs> None of us should. Come here for a second, Mr. Hold, hold me. Imagine hold if me. your dad brought uh, dad home. <laughs> I think the hey, one, the, dad, what are you telling me? The one thing I haven't done is uh, hug a man while this is on. Do you mind uh, if I come over there? Yeah, they're amazing. So yeah, we. I'm like, why? Why would I dismiss this from my life? Mm. <laughs> Keep it you going. Know, yeah, maybe. yeah, never stop. It's weird. And I don't want that. I'm with you. I'm like, I don't like that my body is saying you should like that. I, I the, the music does not jive with me. The no. hip hop. I mean, the what's the it poppy called? Stuff. The, the poppy yeah. stuff yeah. of it all. Yeah. But I'm open to listening to whatever. Yeah. Well, you the know, one right. song I did, she does, I wasn't sure what it's about. It's called Throat Goat. And then I think <laughs> it's about, true. Right? There's a song called Throat Goat, and she gargles in it, and you're like, <laughs> all right, okay, all right. Just as long as I don't look down, it's, I think I'm going to enjoy this. It's really forcing the. Uh, their lifestyle upon me. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. And you know what? If that's how they force their lifestyle upon me, why am I arguing? <laughs> that's going to sell some yeah. records. You're not blowing me, mister. Wait a second. This doesn't seem so bad. Uh, you said you watched a lot of uh, Indian movies as a kid. What is that? I did not watch a oh, lot of Oh, you didn't? They no, were no, just around. I, I was just around it all the yeah. time. Like, my sister can recite, like, tons of Indian movies. She was really into it. And you kind of fought the whole thing. Yeah, I think, I think it was that, like, rebellious, like... Yeah. I'm not going to do what everyone else is doing kind of right. thing. Who is her crush in the movies? One particular one? Probably Rithik Roshan, who was back in, like, he's still, like, just a jacked, beautiful Indian man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but, that, I mean, he was a stud. And yeah. then Shah Rukh Khan was, like, the guy. But, Why do you think that that doesn't translate to an American audience? What's that? Just the, the Indian culture. 
I, I mean, I think uh, now, like, more and more Americans are kind of embracing all of it. Yeah. I think, uh, but don't you think it's almost, I, I don't want to say it like in a rude way, but it's almost novelty to, like, oh, that's, it's kind of almost, uh, tchotchke stuff rather it's, than actually understanding it it feels to me that it's more in the middle of the country it's just not we're not as prevalent as we right. are on the coast like on the right. coast it's like everyone that's true. indian stuff is everywhere you see patel brothers in phoenix arizona people are like, what is patel yeah. brothers but that's just like a a sign of things that come. Eventually, it will not be tchotchke-ish. It'll are be you like threatening a, us? Are you saying yes, it's a takeover coming? Here it comes. It is Eventually, happening. It's a sign of things first, to come. First, we get your hearts through the cardiology. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And then we and get comedy. your taxes through the accountant. That's and now, right. God damn it. It's I'm the been last slow. Time. They're doing it. And, <laughs> and then the funny comes. That's, Forget about it. We're I all doomed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, for yeah. me, For me, growing up, it was just like I grew up surrounded by Indian people. Okay. Like uh, on the coast and a lot of cities in, in like Texas and, and yeah. Chicago where there's a lot of Indian people. I was always like, well, I don't want to do everything Indian because everything around me is Indian. Right. It's like this innate kind of thing to be rebellious. Right. Whereas in places in the middle of the country, what I found with the, the Indian people that come out to see me, they are looking for someone who represents them because they never had anybody right. to represent them. Got it. So it's like a interesting mix of what's happening with Indian culture, so to speak, now. Because on the coast, it's like we've been around forever. Yeah. Uh, in the middle of the country, we're slowly becoming not what's it called, uh, uh, like uh, not appropriated, but oh, oh, uh, assimilated, yeah, assimilated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. that's. I mean, kind of when I say that, I'm like, why do you think like it's such a huge. Uh, it's such a huge country, and there's so much entertainment and movies and music that come from it. And it's not like it ever permeates American culture. It's yeah. around spaces, like you say, like on the coast and stuff. It's there. You get to the Midwest, but and it never like, bleeds it's all in. Call yeah. centers, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It, I cannot. I cannot tell you how many YouTube comments I've read. Like, oh. Sanjeet from the call center doing yeah. comedy. I'm like, yeah. oh, you're from Kansas, bro. You're one of those. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's what I always wonder why that does because it's there's there has to be a lot of great movies. And I thought Slumdog Millionaire when that came out, I'm like, here we go. This mm-hmm. is how Bollywood's going to go crazy over here, and it never really did. I think uh, I think the type of movie that is popular that crosses over to the Indian American audience is like the biggest hit of, over there, and that are also like produced the best and marketed the best yeah there's probably an infinite number of films in india that are like actually very good films that are up to like in american right. hollywood sort of good film standards right. that we just don't know about right that i don't know about i'm, I'm gonna plead ignorance on this yeah. like i don't i'm sure there's a it's like the biggest movie industry on the planet it's yeah. huge and i was just talking about it's funny i was just talking about this last night i went to toko madera shout out to that steakhouse oh, yeah. last night good stuff and uh i was talking to my friend and I was relaying to him the story of when I was in, in, in Peru. Because in Toko Madera, there's like, it was me, my friend who I was with, and like maybe three other brown people of any sort of ethnicity. <laughs> uh, you walk, I'm like, I, I wonder if like, if people in Scottsdale realize that there's no diversity in no, Scottsdale. They sometimes. all look like me. Yes. <laughs> but what I, what I was telling him was like, it's crazy how Indian stuff is actually everywhere if you think about, if like, I was in Peru in 2007. I was on a, bus with one of my friends we're going up a mountain on a farmer's bus and in front of me is a peruvian farmer doesn't speak a drop of english turns around and asks me if i'm indian i'm like yes and then he starts singing 
the theme song from Kalhonaho, which is one of the biggest Indian movies on the planet. And I'm like, how the hell do you know? <laughs> Are you making fun of me? <laughs> how do you? And then we sang the song up the mountain. It was like, like the Flintstones. It was it was a beautiful moment to me because it was like yeah. I was like, how do you know about this? He's like, oh, because they sell bootleg DVDs of Bollywood movies everywhere in Peru. It's like really they love. The dancing, they love like the telenovela aspect yeah. of a of a the over Indian dramatic movie. everything. Yes. Yeah, sang like, the song, drank the potion, purged your body, <laughs> right. and it was an amazing. How about it, that? It was beautiful. It was such a moment for yeah. me. I was like, oh, we are everywhere. And if you were, if in America, it feels like there's almost like a willingness to not try to find that stuff. Yeah, because like, no, we got our own thing going on, and you know, for better or for worse, that that's worked yeah. out. But. I think that you just answered it. I think it's because Americans are like, we got stuff. Yeah, we got plenty why, of stuff. Why do we have to look somewhere else? And you know what? I love American movies. Yeah, <laughs> so great. that's what I'm trying to do for fun. Yeah. Bring it back to the original question is uh, uh, I've been trying to watch a lot more movies. Yeah. What's, what are you into? What movies are you watching? Anything and everything. You know, like yeah. uh, I'm... I'm working on writing. It sounds like you just got like released as a hostage and yeah, you're just introducing did. yourself what to culture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just found out movies were a thing. I'm going to watch some of those. I'm writing a, a coming-of-age movie with a, a friend of mine, so I've been trying to watch all the coming-of-age movie classics. Yeah. I just watched American Graffiti. I watched oh, yeah. Days and Confused. Great stuff. Super bad. I've watched a billion. Super bad holds up. I think yeah. it will remain one of the greatest coming-of-age movies. Yeah. It's amazing. Of all time. It's so yeah. funny. Yeah. It's so ridiculously funny. Yeah. Uh, Smart was okay. Yeah, I didn't like that one that much. No, it's all right. It's like girl, girl, super bad. And it but if it if it was if it was, I don't care about the girl part. It's not as super bad as super bad. That's is. what I mean. It felt like they were trying to be, and it's like, oh, it's kind of the light version, and they won't go for it. Yeah, it was just, uh, and it was. It didn't seem. No one talks like that. No, in the way they do in the movie Booksmart. Yeah. Whereas, like American Graffiti was such a, and I had no idea that this was the case, but it was like the. One of the first real coming of age movies. It's George yeah. Lucas did. It. Yeah, yeah. I was like, and it's it's shot so odd. It's like takes place mostly in cars. It's all dark. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah it's weird. Yeah. It's hard to watch when you're not really like following along. It's like yeah. I don't know what, what this what's is happening. Inter- it just yeah, looks yeah. bad. Yeah, and then you realize how great it is. It's awesome. Is. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, so I've been watching a lot of those, um, and then whenever whatever pops up on my uh, Netflix, I'll try to yeah. if, if if it's a classic of some kind. And then my friend who I'm writing a movie with. Mookie Thompson, uh, he's like a huge cinephile, so oh, he'll he just recommend he'll recommend anything crazy. The wildest movie I've seen recently was Titan. Have you uh, seen it? Uh-uh. What it, it won Con. It got like an eight minute standing ovation at Con, like this year or last year. And I can't say too much about it because I'll I'll give it away. But it's like about it's about a woman who has a relationship that's crazy. Okay, that, that's all I can say about okay. it. a woman relationship. I was going to say, I think I've no. like, divorced her. Yeah. Go watch it. <laughs> you too, huh? Go yeah. watch it. Go watch it, and you'll be like, it's the most visceral movie watching experience I've had. In Titan. T i t a t i t a n e. Okay, it's on. I think you can watch it on Hulu. All right, check it. It'll out. blow your mind. Okay, right. it, just watch it, and you're like, and then, and then, but it's not with a man or a woman. It's with a thing. Yes. Okay, and you'll sit there and be like, this is, and if you. If you try to get to the under, if you try to watch it from a what, a, what an analysis perspective, yeah. you're like, oh, this is. I understand why this is one of the greatest movies I've seen in a very long time. Really, it's it's mind blowing. So it's deep beyond its yes, its purpose. It's also just viscerally like 
this in my face the whole time. Like, <laughs> What's happening? What is happening? Like, I was texting my friends as I was watching the movie, and every other text was OMG, yeah. OMFG, really? WTF. Oh, like, i got to watch this. I want to stop the show now. <laughs> yeah, We're done. That's the end of the show. Nimesh Patel will be at the uh, stand-up live. We're leaving right yes. now. That's the, I'm looking for entertainment because I'm so bored with everything. It, yes. The, so it, this, it is wild. Okay. Titan. Titan, yes. Right, we all have a report to do tomorrow on Titan. Yeah. Because now I'm curious what she's banging. Because you basically told me it's a porn with a thing. <laughs> it's, it's you sold lot. it beautifully. It, it, I'm not giving too much away. Uh, uh, but you'll know within the first two minutes of what's going to happen. Okay. And then you just want to see it play out. And you're like, how the hell did... All right. I think that's it. Thought of this. Titane. Yes. Oh, it's just a picture of a girl and things. You'll oh. never know. All right. I don't want to know. Right. I'm, I'll watch going in blind. Beautiful. See, this is the kind of stuff I like. When people come in with, like, something. Yeah. I'm and you're like, here's a to, thing I'm trying to do. I'm trying to... Just expand on everything in my brain, and it, it is all just to become a better comedian. Yeah, just to know more and be more and, and branch out. It's exactly. hard now because there's nobody has the same reference points. No, everything is so nichified. Yeah, if I can cut through all the niches and find like what we're all going through together. Yeah, uh, that's the goal. Well, that's why I think eventually comedy's just going to end up uh, being pies in the face again. Because sooner <laughs> or later, yes. we're all, yeah, because I mean, who doesn't enjoy that? But it's like stepping on rakes and pies in the face because we're all losing the ability to relate to the, like, you're not watching the same thing I'm watching. You don't have the same experiences anymore. We're all in our own little bubbles. Everyone's, pies and rubber chickens. Yeah, the rubber chickens were amazing. Those were, those were classics for a reason. That's right. You know, it's Invented by a man named John Holmberg. The really? rubber chicken, yeah. I wow. found that out. You can Google that. He comes up, too. Have you topped it? You have, right? You've well, been, you, you he, bested him. He, oh, yeah, I hope so. He yeah. did blackface chickens. That's a real thing. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Why? He's a Swedish comedian who used to do... Oh, he. Well, no, I'm sorry. He, he was, was in blackface, blackface uh, oh, and okay, he did chickens. Okay. And then to top him, we had blackface chickens made as keychains, and it didn't take off. No. Surprising, wonder, yeah. Shocking. <laughs> but they, they could just call them roasted chickens. Right. Like, that's why? what we would think. But no, everybody got all up in arms. But blackface no, he invented... Chicken. He was a blackface comedian in Sweden uh-huh. named John Holmberg, and he invented the rubber chicken. And he was using real chicken for a while, but uh-huh. it started to stink on the road. So I guess he yeah, just, hard you know, to carry. Rubberized <laughs> one and made it. So eventually we'll get back to that nonsense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, th- I like it. Good thinking comedy. That's the fun thing. Uh, Nimesh Patel, leave us with words of wisdom, sir. Something good. We're all going to die, man. That's right. Uh, exactly. <laughs> it wouldn't be more. Barnett used to say. <laughs> it <Yeah>. is near. <laughs> We're you, all going to die. How do you want to die? Like what's uh, your like? You can pick your ultimate death. We all are going to do it, and we all stray from this question. How would you like to go? A burden to my family. That's how I'm trying to go. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be a heavy, heavy weight yeah. emotionally and financially I'm on the entire family. Tear my family apart <laughs> on the way out. Yep. <laughs> Doesn't matter what gets you. Nope. So long as it hurts them for a long Lay time. Lay on my deathbed, like ah, I'm not I, just I like, told you. <laughs> yep. I, I was expecting, yeah, like pills or maybe a jump. No, I want to be a burden to the entire Patel family. That's beautiful. Well done. Nimesh Patel, uh, stand up live this weekend. Thank you, man. Good Thank you very much. Thank you guys for K-U-P-D. having me. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, Repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.